Welcome to Midlife Madness, where we check our ego at the door and have unfiltered conversations about midlife issues, issues that a lot of people deal with, but don't generally talk about out loud. However, we do. So pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's chat. Welcome to Midlife Madness. I'm Leslie. And I'm Marie. We are best friends who happen to be sisters. We often find ourselves having a lot of conversations that are, well, we think they're important. I don't know if anybody else would, but we feel like they are. Um, Some of them not so important, but either way, conversations about topics that we think other midlifers may also want to discuss. So over the years, we've learned that between us, we actually do have a little pinch, and I mean pinch, of wisdom uh, and an abundance, though, of, of embarrassing stories to share. So here we are. We're putting ourselves out there and just really hoping that when you listen, you might walk away really feeling understood, having learned something new, or at the very least, have a smile on your face. Because regardless, we're just really happy that you're here today. I'm very happy everybody's here today. So we have the two rules. We don't talk about politics, although today we're not going to talk politics. Something that happened at a political event. Well, yes, there's politics involved in some of the stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to fly by the seat of our pants. We are. And we're going (laughs) to, we're just going to make it funny and not, not very political. Time is really going to fly when we talk (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to, I don't mean to. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So um, anyway, yeah, we don't talk politics. We don't pass judgment. It's a safe zone where we can share stories and hopefully help other midlifers navigate this very interesting season of our lives. Yes. And we always start every single podcast out with a segment we like to call, I can't believe she said that out loud. And I'm going to let Marie start again. I always let her start. Yes, I always get to embarrass myself first. First. Um, I think both of us have mask stories today. Yes, Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So mine's not, um, well, it's embarrassing, but um, it's it's probably very, people are going to relate. Let's put okay. it that way. People yeah. are going to relate, hopefully. Hopefully I'm not the only one. But um, so I went to Target. I had my mask on. I put it on right before I walked in the door. I walk in the door and I was like, what is that smell in here? And I like, I took my mask off. I was like, well, no, I don't smell it. I put my mask back on. It was like two o'clock. I hadn't eaten. I'd had a lot of coffee and my breath stunk really, really bad. And I blamed Target. I blamed oh, them. Oh no, but it was you. <laughs> it it's was interesting how the smell went away when you took your mask off. It That's did. Really it actually smelled like, you know, cleaning solution once I took <laughs> my mask off because they clean everything in the front yeah, of the they store. Do. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah. And so yeah, I'm sure others can relate, but like smelling your breath it gets while old. shopping. Oh my gosh. It's just off. And smelling your breath doing anything is bad. Right, right. Just but, a little more. I think we were all becoming very self-aware of our breath these days. Is that a positive or a negative of COVID? I don't know. I I (laughs) take a piece of uh, gum and and chew on it for a minute. Uh, (laughs) And then I put my mask on. My husband's like, why are you chewing? Well, I actually had it in my mouth, chewing it once with my mask on. My husband's like, how can you stand it? It's so minty when you do that. And I'm like, I know, but it's better than the alternative, which we both know is not great. So anyway. Yeah, and that leads right into your story. My story. Okay, so I had a mask in my car and I had worn it, I think just once. And then I put it in between the seats and I um, 
I spit my gum out into this mask and mm-hmm. I put it in between the seat. I just left it there thinking I'll get it later. Well, then my daughter and I went to uh, Petco. So we're walking around Petco and she had grabbed the mask that was in between <laughs> the seats because she didn't remember one. And I thought, oh, I've only worn it once in a big deal. I totally forgot that I had spit gum in it. So we're in there and I don't really look at her because I'm like, I've got this list. I've got to get my stuff. There's dogs. And I'm like, what? I love dogs. So we're petting dogs and talking to people. And then we get to the front and I noticed people were looking at her funny, but it wasn't until we walked out that that door and I, I looked at her that I just started cracking up. She had this big wad of gum literally just stuck to the outside <laughs> of her mess. <laughs> embarrassing for you or is it embarrassing for Peyton? No, it was, I think it was more embarrassing for her. I could not stop laughing. I, she's like, mom, why didn't you look at me? You didn't even tell me. I said, honey, I didn't notice until this very second. She goes, I'm so stupid. I'm never going back there. I'm like, oh, please. I'm sure it was a fun story for everybody to talk about. Like, what did she like take the gum out and put it on the outside of her mask? And then put it back in? <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you put it on your nightstand before you go yeah. to bed. What yeah. Was, that was, um. oh, that kid from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. I, I remember trying that once as a kid, thinking that's what you do. Yeah. But then it was so gross. I was like, why? Anyway, I mean, that's, gross. that's not what happened. She just literally had no clue that her mom had done that. So, yeah, I owe her big time for that one. Anyway, <laughs> you know, this is the way life is right now, right? We just yes. have the weirdest stories and Sometimes when I'm walking around and I look at people all masked and and using hand sanitizer every five seconds, I think to myself, is this is this real life? Or is this like a nightmare? Is this a dream? Are we in a movie? I, it's so weird. But, you know, I think that's why we wanted to have a podcast today. I don't know about you, but I'm a little weary. I feel like 2020 mm-hmm. is like 2020 is like that fitness instructor who tells you eight more, but then when you're done with eight more, they go, just kidding, 12,000 more, you know, they just keep going and you think you're almost done. And then you're like, oh no, there's more. I feel like that's kind of what 2020 is like. Um, I mean, let's think about it. Today's podcast is going to be called laughing through 2020. And this is not to say that we don't take it seriously or that we think bad things aren't happening. I mean, the truth is they are, and and there's just no getting around that. But, you know, I, I do think there's something about laughter, and we're going to get into that. But before we do, um, I just kind of want to give you a little rundown, just in case you've, you've, you know, been living under a rock. Here's a list of things that have happened just so far in 2020. And right now it is October, like just the very beginning of the first week of October. A third state of emergency is called for the Australian bushfires after months of continuously blazing. The World Health Organization is notified of the coronavirus. Iran launches ballistic missiles at two military bases in Iraq, injuring American soldiers. A Ukrainian passenger airline crashes into Tehran, Iran, killing all 176 passengers on board. China records its first coronavirus death. Harry and Meghan resign from their royal duties. The impeachment trial for President Donald Trump begins. The first coronavirus case in the U.S. is reported in Washington state. Kobe and Gigi Bryant, along with seven other passengers, passed away in a helicopter crash in Calab... I don't know what the name of that place is. Calabasas. Calabasas, California. The U.K. withdraws from the European Union. I mean, these are big things. And, And by the way, that was just in January. Oh, so we're going to do this for every month. There's there's more. But wait, there's more. 
<laughs> this is condensed, by the way. This isn't everything. Okay, these are the things we picked out. Trump was acquitted. The WHO declares a pandemic. Mr. Peanut died. The Boy Scouts filed for va- bankruptcy. A swarm of 40,000 bees attack first responders in Texas. The NBA canceled the rest of the 2020 season. Italy is the first to do a countrywide quarantine. Harvey Weinstein finally goes to prison. Sarah Palin saying baby got back on Masked Singer. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Uh, 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics were canceled. The U.S. quarantines one state at a time. Brianna Taylor is killed by police in Louisville, Kentucky. Worst stark stock market crash in history. The Pentagon releases videos of possible UFOs. Right now. This one just was horrible too. Ahmad Aubrey or Arbery was gunned down while jogging in a Georgia neighborhood. And two words, murder hornets. Okay, you might want to take a breath. Okay. And I'll do a little bit. We're not doing this by month. No, We're no, all- no. We're getting there. We're getting, We're getting there. there. We're almost there. Hang okay. in there, guys, just in okay. case. I'm going to take a deep breath. <gasps> George Floyd was killed by Minneapolis police officer. Protests and riots break out all over the country in support of Black Lives Matter. Masks are mandated in most states. Kim Jong-un was reported dead, then alive, then gravely ill. Not sure where we are on this one. <laughs> Oil prices hit a record low. Political ads pollute every possible media outlet that there is. Mm-hmm. There were eight hurricanes. 14 tropical storms. Actually, that's nine now. This is a couple days old. Nine hurricanes, 14 tropical storms, 114 earthquakes in the world, 49 in the U.S., 819 confirmed tornadoes in the U.S., 120 wildfires in the U.S., over 34 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. This was from like a week ago. Worldwide, 7 million in the U.S. COVID-19 deaths passed the 1 million worldwide mark with over 200,000 in the U.S. The first 2020 presidential debate turns into an elementary school playground brawl, (laughs) and the new normal becomes the most hated phrase of 2020. Goodness gracious. Well, I okay, we know we missed some stuff, but we like to keep our podcast under an hour. So we decided we'll just list a few things. And, you know, we, we may sound like we're taking these things lightly, but we're not. I think what we're trying to do is say, we've all been just bombarded. We're like those, those people that are standing in a, in a wave. And then it finally, they get their, they stand back up and then the wave comes again and crashes them down. Like, I feel like that's where we're at in America. And at this point, um, you know, with everything going on and, and I mean, the fly landing on our vice president (laughs) (laughs) in the in the middle of the vice presidential debate. That's very fresh because we're recording this uh, the day after that. And I saw it and Marie didn't. And I said, I'm so glad we waited to record this until today because of the fly. She goes, oh, what's your story about the fly? And I was like, wait, <laughs> did you not hear about this? I could not okay. believe it. Okay. I I have stopped social media. I already voted. And so I oh. literally, I have a sign on my door yeah. that says, we already voted. Yeah. <laughs> so stop knocking on my door with your stupid pamphlet. I know. Gosh. And, um, <laughs> so anyway, I don't watch the news. I'm not on social media. I just can't handle it. So no, yeah. I did not watch the debates. Well, Maybe I'll get the highlights. But yeah, the highlight was the fly. My, yeah, is my understanding. Truly and honestly, like I, I was so impressed by America. 
Like, because within minutes, there were dozens of Twitter handles for the fly on Mike Pence's head. I mean, and they were tweeting about why they were there and what their you know view was like and, you know, all the things. I mean, and then people were coming up with the funniest things. I even like said, I'm sorry, guys, but I got to do it. He's pretty fly for a white guy <laughs> on, my, on my social media. And then, you know, it's just all the things. But I was like, you know what? It wasn't fun. <laughs> I, I know it was a serious moment in the debate, but everybody in America, this was what was so beautiful. We all like kind of paused for a moment and I knew everybody was laughing <laughs> and I'm just so thankful for that little fly. You know what I mean? Cause it was just, just like almost like a, it, we needed to laugh. It was at that place. And, and so I don't think there's anything wrong with finding some humor in life every now and then. And I think that there's a way to do that without being disrespectful to the things that have happened that are pretty horrific. I think you have to recognize that, yes, things have been bad. Things have been hard for everybody. Um, and for some people, it's been even worse. And yeah. I can't imagine. So we, we're not taking that lightly. But what we want to do is just remind you that life is a series of adventures and difficulties. And then there's also some fun things that can happen too. So today we want to have a little bit of fun with you. I think you may be ready for that. That's just a hunch. I, I have. So, yeah. so yeah. Marie. So, so as usual, of course, I had to do some research because we have to let people walk away with a little tidbit of knowledge when they leave. And I went to the experts about mm. laughing and the stress relief that we can get from laughter. And of course, being in Minnesota, I always lean on the Mayo Clinic. Oh, yeah. And um, so there is an article by the Mayo Clinic staff called Stress Relief from Laughter. It's no joke. <gasps> Sweet. So. Whether you're laughing at a sitcom on TV or quietly giggling at a newspaper cartoon, laughing does you good. Laughter is a great form of stress relief, and that is no joke. Well, here are some, just to give you an idea, some short-term benefits of laughter. A good laugh has great short-term effects. When you start to laugh, it doesn't just lighten your load mentally. It actually induces physical changes in your body. Laughter can stimulate many organs. It enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air, stimulates your heart, your lungs, your muscles, and increases the endorphins that are released by your brain. So that's all good. That's awesome. It also activates and relieves your stress response. A rollicking laugh fires up and then cools down your stress response, and it can increase and then decrease your heart rate and your blood pressure. So the result is a relaxed feeling. So that's why after you have a really good laugh, you just want to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It takes a lot of physical energy. It does. To really laugh hard. So yeah, yeah. And it also soothes tension. Laughter can stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress. Oh, I could cancel my massage envy membership yeah. if I <laughs> if I laughed more. <laughs> There's a lot of things we could cancel if we laugh more. <laughs> My therapist. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the long-term effects. Okay. Laughter isn't just a quick pick-me-up. It's also good for you over the long-term. Laughter may improve your immune system. Mm -hmm. Negative thoughts manifest into chemical reactions that can affect your body by bringing more stress into your system and decreasing your immunity. By contrast, Positive thoughts can actually release neuropeptides that help fight stress and potentially more serious illness, which I think mm. is 
that's awesome. It's like, it's almost We're like just trying um, to keep you healthy here and immunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like immunity. Um, so relieve pain. Laughter may ease pain by causing the body to produce its own natural painkillers, also known as endorphins. Can I just say, though, there is an exception to this. If you've just had abdominal surgery, that's not a good idea. <laughs> my, my daughter had had a surgery and like, I don't know what it is when I know that somebody can't laugh. I just want to laugh. And so I had to like leave the room. I'm so immature. I'm like a nine-year-old. But I had to leave because she was like, mom, please, you have to leave. I'm like, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I just can't. It's horrible. So if no, you've had abdominal surgery, you might want to turn this podcast off today. Yeah, it's no kidding. <laughs> um, so another long-term effect, in it increases your personal satisfaction. <laughs> Laughter can also make it easier to cope with difficult situations. It can help you connect with other people. That is so true. So That's if what I'm we're doing. A, well, and if I'm in a movie theater, which I haven't been in at least nine months, probably more like a year because mm -hmm. we can't. Or maybe they're open. I don't even know anymore. But um, but when I hear someone laughing loud, which is usually me, but <laughs> when I hear someone else do it, it's like, those are my people. Those yes. are my people. The belly laugh, you know, just really enjoying the moment people. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, and it can also improve your mood. Many people experience depression, like I do, sometimes due to chronic illnesses, not me. Laughter can help lessen your depression and anxiety and make you feel happier. Well, that's what we're trying to do today. And I love that. We want to connect with you. We want to encourage you a little bit and just remind you that life isn't all about awful. You know, there's some yeah. really good things about life. And I think sometimes it's good to take our face and point it in that direction. That's our hope for today. Um, it has been a tough year and it's often difficult to find that humor in anything. So we dug a little deep. We have developed a top 10 things to laugh about in 2020. Marie, why don't you kick us off with number one? I will. And this is something <laughs> I learned last week. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to get a little tiny bit political. I'm okay. not really. I'm not really. I'm just going to make fun of somebody. <laughs> did you know? Political. <laughs> did you know? Okay. So did you hear Kanye West is running for president? Um, yes, I did hear that. I believe yes. we're actually going to see his name on the ballot, which is crazy to me. I already voted and he was there. You didn't. And well, no, I don't want to know. I did not. No, I didn't <laughs> vote for him. And, but here's, here's what I think is funny. He is running. Okay, there's the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. There's the Republican Party. He's running under the birthday party. <laughs> the birthday party. Did he make that up? Seriously? It's, <laughs> it's, it's an official thing. He really is running under the birthday party. Okay. That's something we can laugh about this year. <laughs> yes. sure. And I will tell you, after I watched that first presidential debate, maybe the only one, who knows, but I almost voted for him. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I really didn't. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know you well enough to know better than that. The birthday party. I cannot get over that. That it's so well. And you know what? Poor Kanye, though. I mean, this is a case where, I mean, this man is having a nervous breakdown for yeah. the whole world in front of him. everyone. Just, That's I feel pretty terrible awful for him in that regard. But I don't want to bring us down. I want to focus on the birthday. Yeah, party. yeah, yeah. Okay, so number two. Let's talk about number two. This is hilarious. Um, I honestly believe with all of my heart that this show would have never been watched had it not been that all of America was in quarantine. But at the, very beginning. Yeah, the very beginning, the very beginning, Tiger King, that's our number two. We can laugh about Tiger King because number one, I mean, I watched it and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, why am I watching this? 
This yeah. is so dumb. People are so dumb. Why is this? Why am I watching? It was like the the accident you can't look away from. You know like what I mean? The Bachelor. Like, it's like watching The Bachelor. Like The Bachelor. Like you don't <laughs> want people to know you actually watch it, but right. you do because it's a train wreck. <laughs> and so like, I feel like that. And, you know, just that whole, there was something that came after. I think they had like a follow-up one that I never watched. And I feel very proud of myself for that. So, Me too. But I did watch it. I fell victim just like everyone else. Um, and I was flabbergasted. So, but we can all laugh about that, right? Yeah. I can't remember what his name was, but I do remember for the rest of my life, Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's even a song I believe about her. So I think he wrote it and oh. sang it. Oh, it was... oh, and she's on dancing with the stars. Okay. That could be number two as well. I mean, <laughs> that took me over the edge. 2020 was, was enough. And then to have that happen, I was like, are you joking right now? And, and it was so funny. Cause I said, I didn't watch it. But I was like, my bet is she is going to do a dance to the eye of the tiger. There's no doubt. <laughs> and sure enough, she did. So. Did she? Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, First no, I haven't watched it. I just knew she I was didn't either. It. This is what That's I heard. So I funny. Laughed. I was so like, funny. I, if I was a betting woman, I might have made some money on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So number three, mm-hmm. um, TikTok challenges. Now, oh, yeah. you, I think we've all participated. Well, not all. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us have participated in TikTok over the last nine months. And um I think my favorite part of TikTok is the pranks and mm. the challenges. It's, but my favorite one was, and actually I've seen it, multiple girls do it, but teenage girls, and they call their mom from their car. And when they call, they say, Mom, I've been pulled over by the police. I told him that you fell down the stairs and that you're hurt and you're sitting at the bottom of the stairs. Oh and goodness. he said, He will follow me home. And as long as you're at the bottom of the stairs, he'll, he won't give me a ticket. Oh, no. <laughs> if you're really hurt. I mean, if it's if you really <laughs> fell down the stairs. And so, but obviously they were jo- they're joking. It did, and so then what they do is they go home and they have their camera and they take a video of their mom at the at bottom, the of, the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> and everybody did it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'd have been like, you are out of luck, buddy. You should not have been speeding. <laughs> Well, some of the moms said no, but the ones who said yes, I mean, you just like your heart melts because you just know they love their kids so much Aww. that they would just do anything for them. So that's funny. But yeah. yeah. So number three was TikTok challenges. Yeah. Number four, how about that toilet paper shortage? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I oh actually did God. a TikTok. I told my kids, I go, I'm going to create a TikTok and I'm going to do a couple of videos. I'm going to go viral and then I'm going to go off. I'm not, I'm not going to stay on TikTok. Sure enough, I did one about toilet paper. I did. I was like, y'all, what is the deal with toilet paper? Like I used my little Southern accent and um, it was really funny. And uh, so, yeah, I went viral and yeah. And I also put out a meme. I, I drew a meme, not drew, but like took a picture of us from Survivor China, like mm-hmm. our group picture. I said, we survived no toilet paper in 2007. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Well, I always thought, you know, why, why toilet paper? Um, mainly because it's like, there's other things you could use. I mean, in a desperate situation, there are things you could do. I think it's a, I think we talked about this in a podcast way back. Oh, did we? Did you, we? You're going to, you're going to find that we will probably talk about things like we've never talked about them before because we are in midlife and that's the way life works. But I yeah. do remember talking about this and I do remember like it's a psychological issue. Like you, you just feel like you need to be in control of something. Yes. And so having toilet paper to wipe your bum yeah. makes you feel good, I guess. I guess uh, so. Actually, what's number five? Number five. So this number five is homeschooling and day drinking. <laughs> and now 
we don't have kids in school, mm-hmm. um, but I've heard a lot of people talking about this. Yeah. But um, having said that, I do now have my granddaughter once a week during her homeschool day. She's a hybrid. So she goes to school two days a week and she's home three days a week. And so one of those days she spends with me. And I am telling you, if I was (laughs) going to be a day drinker, I would be a day drinker now or a drug addict. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She better be kidding. I'm about to, I'm about to fly out to Minnesota right now. It is so hard because there's always technical difficulties, right? It's not just trying to keep them focused, which by the way, with her, I mean, it, it, she's just all over That's the place. challenge. Yeah. And like, she'll just sit down on the couch with her iPad, you know, which is from her school and a bag of chips and act like that she's at school. And I'm like, no. That's not how this works. Sit down at the table and get it done. It's just so frustrating. So I feel for all the moms out there that are doing this more than one day a week, because if I was going to be a day drinker, I'd be a day drinker now. I feel like it's, it's amazing that we're all kind of realizing how hard it is for teachers too. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know that we all realized how difficult it can be. We've only got one kid to round up. Imagine having 28 I, I just, yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's these teachers, they have, you know, half the class comes on Monday and Thursday oh. and the other is Tuesday and Friday. And they're doing videos in between for the kids who are at home. And I mean, oh, gosh, God bless you. Yes, totally. Teachers. Thank you, teachers. Thank you. All right. So number six, the world was introduced to Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen. And unfortunately, I believe Marie and I would probably be called Karen's just because we're middle-aged. And sadly, this is a middle-aged thing. Like it's yeah. a middle-aged thing. And, and I'll give you the definition according to the Urban Dictionary for Karen, yeah. if I can read it, because it's very small. And I'm, I'm, you know, old. Okay. So Karen, number one, gives raisins to kids on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> she drives an SUV to carpool her kids to soccer practice. Better hope the referee doesn't make a wrong call because she will sue. Yes. After a long day of talking to managers and driving her kids around, she sits down with her mom friends and at a book club and drinks lots and lots of wine. That's who Karen is. Okay. None of that is me, but because I'm middle-aged. We're not. Yeah. We're, we're, we're Gen X. I think maybe it's. Maybe the thirties. Yeah. Maybe it's Gen Y. I don't know. I'm not Karen. Me either, but I have a friend named Karen and she was very upset. <laughs> I think we all know. A lot I don't of even want to tell people my name. I was like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. Okay. What about number seven, Marie? Okay. So this one is number seven. It's one of my favorites. It's, um, do you recall the Goya boycott back oh, in yes. July? Yeah. The- what happened? Somebody... Oh, the guy who likes it, like, said he liked Trump or something. Well, the CEO of Goya... Right had um, endorsed Trump. And so, but here's, here's why this is, I mean, this actually, I think the guy's a genius, right? Everybody boycotted Goya. Well, no, half the country boycotted Goya. Right. So I want to, I want to give you some statistics here because this is, uh, this is crazy. It it didn't work. It didn't work. The the boycott didn't work, but um, on March 16th. So that is the day that we pretty much shut down in the U S right. Right. The the stock price for Goya on that day was $2.94. Okay. 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 The day he announced that he supported Trump, the CEO, the stock price was $14.57. That's shocking. So not only did the boycott not work, 
it made them do better. But wow. even even more interesting than that, that um, today that stock price is twenty two dollars and fifty nine cents. <gasps> You've so got to be kidding! I'm me. not kidding you. It went up twenty dollars. Because of his endorsement of Trump. And and wow. yeah, one side, I'm not gonna say which one, didn't like it. And they made this boy. You're not gonna that- tell us which side doesn't like Trump. <laughs> I'm perplexed. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I said that out loud. <laughs> Gee, I'm gonna have to think okay. really hard on this one. Okay, okay. sorry. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, I just found that fascinating. That's really funny. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one. How about getting your temperature taken everywhere you go? Okay. I actually went to the hospital for a test, which by the way, I passed with flying colors. It's fine. (laughs) But when I got there, I had been in my car. And when I got to the hospital, I stood in front of this thing that had like this head shaped thing. You're supposed to put your head right in front of it. And you're like five feet away. And I have a mask on and I took an exhale in my mask and the air, hot air shot right up my face onto my forehead. And right at that moment, it took my electronic temperature. It didn't even touch me. I don't know how it did it. He was like, oh, you're at 100.8. You're gonna have to sit down. Something might be wrong with you. I was like, I'm totally fine. Oh, I'm sorry. I just dropped something. Um, I said, I was totally fine. I I just went to the doctor this morning. It was like 97.2. And uh, he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're gonna have to sit down. I felt like a criminal. Because oh I, gosh. but it was, it was my mask and I had been in a hot car because then like five minutes later, it was well below 98.6. So yeah. 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 And I've, it's, I've it's heard a new normal. Yeah. I've <laughs> I hated praise. I know. I praise. Roll your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So let's talk about bras and masks. <laughs> so okay. I think we've all pretty much seen the meme going around saying that taking off your mask outside the store is like the new taking off your bra when you get home. Oh, yes. So, yes. so it's like men finally understand the torture <laughs> that we endure. And um, no, but they I, don't. No, they don't. No, don't don't give don't. them that. They don't no. get it. <laughs> they, it's still, I, yeah. I take, yeah. But, but seriously, okay, this is maybe TMI, but. When's the last time you wore like a real bra? I mean, like I'm instead wearing one of right now. Well, instead of a sports bra or a okay, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> I've been so, wearing so so you haven't worn like a real bra in months because <gasps> I'm wearing like sports bras and bralettes because oh, yeah. I'm cash. You know, if yeah, I was like I'm working, cash, she said, <laughs> "You're so cool." I have all these fancy bralettes now. And it's like wearing an undershirt instead of wearing a bra. It's so much more comfortable. Anyway. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but anyway, that's beside the point. But the you're other- not going commando. <laughs> the last, other thing. Week, last week I was walking out of um, a, a hospital. I had taken, I, it was nothing. But um, I walked out and I took my mask off and I went, oh, and there was a doctor walking <laughs> in front of me. And he goes, I know how you feel. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, you know, it's like when I take my bra off when I get home. I don't know what made me say you that. You said that to him? I don't know why I said that. Oh. But anyway, he um, he laughed and he said, yeah, I wouldn't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Although, I don't know, Kramer, remember Kramer and Seinfeld tried to get the bro yes. going, which yes. is hilarious. The man bra. <laughs> and then with moobs. 
Anyway, okay, so <laughs> number 10, uh, how about Zoom calls, the, the new normal, quote unquote? Uh, okay, how yeah. about the time that the boss accidentally turned on the potato filter? What that means oh is gosh. his head looked like Mr. Potato during an, an important and serious business meeting, and he <laughs> could not figure out how to turn it off. Uh, my guess is his teenager probably made it happen. And so the guy who was, and there was also a guy who was only wearing a t-shirt and underwear. And when he ended his Zoom call, he got up and walked around the living room and everybody got to see it. So, you know, these are things we're learning. We're learning the hard way. Well, and he didn't really end that call. He just right. got up. He thought he had ended the call. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he just, In yeah, his he, mind. he got up and walked around and yeah, they got a nice show. That's hilarious. Um, but I, so I have a funny story okay. that has to do with that. And um, so Eloise, my granddaughter, loved. Mm -hmm to use Zoom, she uses FaceTime, she uses Google Duo, but she specifically <laughs> uses Google Duo with our mother. Oh, um, with mom. With our mom, yeah. Okay, mom. okay. And because mom has a droid, she can't do FaceTime. And and so the her favorite one is Google Duo. So the other day, so she's like maybe the only person that Eloise uses Google Duo with, but Eloise took her iPad into the bathroom and she was doing her business. <laughs> And she accidentally um, Google Duoed mom while she was pooping. While she was yes. Oh, and and so she was so embarrassed that she put her iPad on the floor and then she hit it to make it go out underneath the door so that <gasps> I'd have it. Oh no! <laughs> she slid it <laughs> under the door so that I could take the call, and oh I so gosh. I had to explain to mom that yeah, Eloise, that was an accident. Oh my yeah. gosh, that was a literal butt dial. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm so afraid that that's going to happen at some point. You know, like you're. I, I accidentally went live once on Facebook, and I remember like, that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, oh my goodness, I hope I didn't say anything stupid or embarrassing. <laughs> I deleted it, but who knows who saw it. But anyway, got to be careful out there, folks. Things are very yeah. accessible these days. Okay, so clearly we've had a lot that we could laugh about this year, and along with the things that are rough. But um, there are some ways that we want to talk to you about that you can actually add humor to your life. So if, you, if you're finding it hard to laugh, if you're finding it hard to find humor in life, here are some ideas. For one thing, you can subscribe to funny YouTube channels. I know that sounds really dumb, but man, I could watch those funny pet videos like all day long or pranks or grandma's dancing, you know, anything. I don't care what it is. If it's, I just love seeing people be creative and funny. I think it's great. There's even a new, if you have CBS, um, like they have an all access thing. CBS has this really fun show about home videos and it's, you know, C Cedric, the entertainer is like oh. the host. And we were watching it the other day and I was just cracking up. I'm like, man, I needed this. This was great. It was very clean, very funny. So that might be something fun to do. That's awesome. Um, okay. The next one is watch your favorite comedian on, whether it's online or on YouTube, on Netflix or whatever you, whatever you watch. Um, there's, someone out there for everyone. And, oh, yeah. you know, personally, I love Jim Gaffigan because mm -hmm. he keeps it fairly clean and, right. um, and he's just, he just makes me laugh. But um, <laughs> I know after watching the presidential debate, I could not wait to watch Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm already watch. thinking about who's going to play the fly on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, probably, 
Probably. What's that one dude who's really, really funny? Oh, gosh. I know oh, it's going to be him. Oh, I think I know. Pete, who Pete Davidson. Yes. 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 He's going to be the fly. I guarantee it. He's going to be a fly. No oh, way. man. Of course, when this airs, it will have already happened. So you're That's not going to understand how well that I predicted that because you're going <laughs> to think, well, she just knew. But anyway. All right. So another thing you can do is you can like go through social media and find some funny memes. The other day, uh, I was having a crappy day. And so I said, share your, your best 2020 memes. And I mean to tell you, people were sharing memes for like two weeks on my page. Like they just kept, even <laughs> like a week later, I would still get another one. Yeah. And they were hilarious. I mean, so funny. And, you know, just kind of find the humor and stuff like that. And, and even after the debate, one of my favorite, like with Trump and um, Biden, my favorite meme that came around was of the dumb and dumber when they're like in the car and oh, they're yeah. like going la, 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 and they plug in their ears and like not listening. And then the guy in the middle is just like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> and and somebody said, this is America. <laughs> this is yes. Joe Biden. This is Donald Trump. <laughs> and uh, it was just, and it's like, if we can't laugh at it, it's going to make us sad. So anyway, that's just a fun thing to do. Find some really People are so creative. They All are. you have to do is Google the fly on, twi on Twitter right now, or not Google, but search uh, the fly. And I promise you're not going to stop laughing. It's hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I love telling funny stories. And um, I, I specifically love talking about Eloise because for whatever yeah. reason, the kid just cracks me up. And I don't know if it's because just as a grandmother, I just notice it more. She's mm. just She's so witty and well, it doesn't even mean to be, I guess sometimes, but so I looked <laughs> up a couple of my favorites and here's one from when she was four years old. Okay. I was making dinner with Eloise when in the bathroom, I heard her yell, grandma, guess what? My poop looks like a cupcake. Look, <laughs> it was Christopher's birthday at school today. So I ate a cupcake. Now I pooped it out. Come here. Look. <laughs> I'm dying to know. Did it look like a I don't remember. It was like five years ago. <laughs> Because if so, that's a, that's a trick. She needs to go into business for doing that, man. Oh, man. Oh, that's okay. so cute. Oh, and then another time she said, um, and she was five years old during for this one. She said, I'm hungry, Grandma. And she took a breath. She went, we should have pancakes and hot dogs or maybe a lovely salad. <laughs> At five. Okay. At five. Yeah. A lovely oh, salad. So anyway, I just love her. Yes, that's fun. Another thing you can do is play games with your family, but if, especially if you guys are quarantining for any reason. Um, I love playing Balderdash with my kids. It's really fun. But the best part is that my daughter, Stephanie, can't lie at all. Like, mm -hmm. It's all over her face. So she will literally put her head down in her hands so that you can't see her face because she has such a not poker face when she <laughs> So when we read the different definitions, she's like, I can't look up. So it's just so much fun. And it always makes us laugh. And you know, anything you can do together with your family or even like, you know, what I love to do is cook and, and like find fun recipes and, and do that with the family. That's always fun, too. So and, it, you know, you get the, the meal at the end. That's always a bonus. <laughs>
always, always. <laughs> so, um, and then the last one we have here is create or watch those TikTok videos. Oh, have mercy. And um, we have, remember when we created the one at your house? Yep. And, um, so fun. and I stood in the back and looked like somebody who had no sense of like where to put her arms and legs at any given time. I yeah. was just like, <laughs> I am so not a dancer or a cheerleader. <laughs> it was great. You did so good. <laughs> she was like, I'm standing in the back. They made me stand in the front and I was like, okay, I'm not feeling very confident right now, but okay. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Was that, I mean, fun. anything that kind of brings you together and helps you to kind of get your mind off of all the junk, you yeah. know, is going to be good. That's how I feel. But I, I just feel like if we don't find something to laugh about, um, it, it just, it feels so much heavier. You know, even just after doing this for however long we've been on, what, 40 minutes or so, like, I feel like that, um, that I feel better. I feel yeah. like I can, like, today's going to be a good day. It's going to yeah. be okay. Because I can remember that there are things to laugh about. It's not always doom and gloom. And, um, you know, even even in the Bible, it talks about how laughter is good for the soul. Like, I think God has a sense of humor. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he looks at us and he's just like, don't you see? Like there's yeah. so much around you, but sometimes we just get so, so one way focused on the things that are wrong that we forget to take time, take some breaths, step yeah. away from the madness and, and remember that there's good in life too. Yeah. So. Well, you know, what's interesting is I had a headache, just a slight little headache when we started and I don't anymore. Isn't that oh, weird? It's I a miracle. Nothing. Yeah. I took nothing. I just left a little bit. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. See, <laughs> it helps with pain. It helps with all that. So, well, I just want to say thank you so much. We are going to wrap up today. Um, and it's funny, this is one of those ones I don't want to wrap up because I feel like there's so many fun things we could be talking about, but um, we want you to come back next week. We don't want you to feel like every time we're <laughs> going to go over an hour. So, but we are so excited that you spent some time with us. I hope that you smiled a little bit, maybe learned to laugh, maybe learned how to find some laughter for your life. And, um, and that maybe you won't, I don't know, I sometimes, and I don't know if it's me, if it's me being a woman, me being middle age, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I feel bad when I have a good day because mm. so many people are having bad days. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that that's a bad thing to have a good day. It's I think not. if you have a good day, celebrate because, you know, yeah. it, they're few and far between right now. <laughs> so they if you really can enjoy are, yeah. your life a little bit, don't feel bad about it. There, I, if I'm having a bad day, the last thing I want is for everybody in my life to feel the the cruddy way that I feel. I like it when people are up so that I can, you know, call them. And we do that all the time, Marie and I. Like if I'm yeah. having a cruddy day, I'll call and she'll talk me right out of it and vice versa. So I guess that's another thing you could do. <laughs> well, and luckily, we don't go through our crisis moments at the same time. <laughs> I know. It's like a miracle. It really I, it's the same with my husband. Like he doesn't have the luxury of having a bad day when I do and vice versa. <laughs> we, we just have to know that. And and that's something you learn over time. But anyway, we, we appreciate you being here today. And of course, ratings and reviews are always appreciated because they are going to help us grow our midlife madness community. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, it's Midlife Madness Podcast. Or we do have a website you go to midlifemadnesspodcast.com. If you want to email us, you can email us at midlifemadnesspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your stories. What makes you laugh? How do you, how do you squelch the negativity and try to focus on the positive? We'd love to hear from you. We sure would. And so I'm going to leave you with my little ditty <laughs> at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> May you find humor in this storm, much like a rose among the thorns. 
Oh, very nice. I like it. And don't forget, my friend, you're enough right where you are. We'll talk to you again soon on Midlife Madness Podcast. Have a great day.